Hi! Oh wait, that's not how I'm supposed to start. Did you know when the moon is at its furthest distance from the earth, there's enough space between the two to fit every planet in our solar system? Karibuni sana, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Why don't you follow, subscribe, <laughs> share with somebody you love. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast for sure, please do that. If you're not, please give me your feedback um, on how I can make it better. But I won't promise that I will take take that advice. Because <laughs> me, I'm just here having a good time. Guy, did that sound bad? No, I, I don't mean for it to sound bad. But, you know, sometimes people should just be allowed to do what they want. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I really want you to enjoy the podcast. So, of course, if there's anything, if it's audio quality, I think at least now we settled that. We had those issues in the first few episodes. Or if it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me hear you out. Maybe they're too long or they're too short. I don't know. Let me hear you out. So, Karibun is this episode and um, I want to talk about loving being yourself. And this came off of, yeah, just some of my deep thoughts. <laughs> and also, I think there's something that I saw on TikTok that... Um, just fed fed this whole idea um and fed everything that was going on in my mind regarding this conversation um and i am really hoping like yo kweli <laughs> because last week i thought my episode was going to be so short but i'm really hoping this one would be like a nice short and sweet one yeah so here's what i think and in in this podcast title my keyword here is loving being yourself and not necessarily just loving yourself. Um, not, no, I'm not trying to say that it's wrong to say love yourself. I'm just trying to bring in a different perspective or a different way of understanding loving yourself. I think that um, when we think of self-love, sometimes we think that our purpose in life is... is um, not so much as to love ourselves as it is to love being ourselves or rather that's what it is for me i just think that our purpose in life is not so much to love ourselves as it is to love being ourselves because i think that if our goal is to love if your goal is to love yourself your focus is directed inwards from the outside in towards yourself and you just end up constantly watching yourself from the outside trying to fashion yourself into something you can approve of um when you when you just say love yourself it's like you are another being outside of yourself and you just need to look at yourself and be like okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tweak this and fix that and do this and do that and do this and do that and then i can be lovable or at, at which point i can love myself and I think maybe this is what informs the self-love craze in a slightly negative way. I really love the self-love craze in the healthy forms. Um, and I really love how self-care has become such a, a conversation all around the world, even for different kinds of people, for different for people of different... Um, a good example would be gender. Like for a long time, self-love was a feminine thing, but... It's also encouraged among men. 
But I think that when we just look at it as love yourself, <laughs> um, then it's like, hey, fanya easy v to do these things so that you can actually be loving yourself. Um, I think that if your goal is to love being yourself, then your focus is directed toward life. And you're able to make decisions based on what brings you joy. You become the subject of your story, not the object of your story. So now that I've been able to paint these two contrasts, contrasts hoping that you've been able to understand it, I expanded a bit on what I think when we mean when we say just love yourself. <laughs> you're the object of existence. You're the object of your existence and you're trying to love yourself by doing things which are based on standards that are outside yourself. And I guess that's a big difference here. That when you just say love yourself, sometimes you can lose on it a bit and just focus so much on what self-love means on a very generic spectrum. From a very generic place that, oh, when I take a shower twice a day, that's self-love. When I go for long walks, that's self-love. When I go to the gym, that's self-love. Yes, all those are different forms of self-love. But are they for you? So I guess a big question here is for us to look into our lives and see all these things I'm doing in a bid to love myself. Am I doing things that truly, truly, for sure, satisfy my being and rather come from within me to the world and I'm expressing myself in my highest and best self rather than imposing on myself standards and rules and ways of being and ways of existing that come from life, from the world, from the noise around me. Let's do health check. Welcome to Health Check with me, your personal nutritionist, just checking on you. And today, this is a continuation from last week. Last week, we talked about some common nutrition-related hereditary diseases that you need to be mindful of. And uh, in case you missed that, please go back and listen to that. I'd really love if you do because today's is a continuation from that. And the big question that we're asking ourselves is, are we able... Is there a way to combat or prevent these hereditary diseases? And well, you can take some steps to help lower your chances of developing conditions which have genetic ties. You can take some steps. It's, I want to be careful to stress that this is not 100% guarantee that now you will never get that illness. No. However, these are the steps, these are some steps you can take that reduce your chances or reduce chances of severity should you even get that illness, yeah? Uh, so, and many of them are pretty common. There are things you've heard here and there. So uh, the first one is to build better lifestyle habits. So lifestyle habits, when you hear the word lifestyle, you really need to think of it in a broader perspective because when we talk lifestyle, we're talking what you do on a day-to-day, -day, not what you've done in one week of the year. Because if you smoke cigarettes for seven days in a year, seven consecutive days, that's not necessarily a lifestyle. But someone who smokes, let's say, a packet a week um, throughout the year, that's someone who 
has smoking in their lifestyle. So the first thing would just to be to make better lifestyle habits. So you quit smoking. If you drink alcohol, you just um, drink mindfully. Uh, don't drink too much, and also just pace out your drinking sprees, if I can call them. You don't want to drink every day. Um, of course, there's a space for that where things become addictions. So if there's an addiction that needs to be checked, I'd encourage you to do so. But if it's just an a, an issue of moderation, also that's something to really, really keenly look at. So make better lifestyle habits. If it's to quit smoking, to quit excessive drinking or any other drug use, to quit um, maybe a random one that I can think of is something like sleeping on the couch. Okay, this may not affect lifestyle diseases, but uh, if you want to just uh, doze off on the couch, you're not likely to have a really good sleeping position and good quality of sleep on the couch. You can mess up your neck. You can mess up your spinal cord. If you do this a bit too often, you might find long term that it has an impact. Yeah. So basically, it's just to check your lifestyle. Number two is exercise. And we talked about exercise in an episode earlier. And I really like to emphasize that exercise does not mean gym. Exercise just means something to keep your body moving, uh, a kind of body movement that serves you and that you enjoy doing can be swimming can be cycling can be walking can be hiking you know so exercise please does not mean gym so do exercise uh exercise that works for you and do it also in healthy amounts unless you are a sportsman a bodybuilder just healthy amounts are all you need you don't also want to damage your body especially your bones that can sometimes come from maybe doing too much weightlifting or things of that sort. Um, and something attached to exercise is to also limit your sedentary time. Sedentary time in terms of activity levels is the time that you're just seated doing nothing or lying down doing nothing. This mostly affects people who do office jobs and you spend so many hours of your day just seated. If you're able to take breaks every so often, just walk a bit, um, take the stairs, things like those to just keep your body moving. That would be awesome. Another one is to lose a little weight, especially if you're looking at things like high blood pressure, diabetes, and if obesity is in your line, if you're able to lose a bit of weight, that would help. Please don't put pressure on yourself. Lose weight in a very, very, very healthy way um, because there are healthy ways to lose weight. There are very negative ways to lose weight. I have put a pin on that. We'll talk about that another day. Another point would be to stay on top of your screenings, um, especially when you're talking things like cancer. You want to be careful to do your screenings depending on what kind of cancer we're looking at. For example, a regular screening that's done for women when it comes to cervical cancer is a pap smear. Usually two to three years for every woman it's encouraged. So stay on top of your screenings when it comes to things like this. Some of these things are not even only if you are susceptible or if it's in your lineage it's just things for things like cervical cancer especially because of hpv it's advised for every woman of the reproductive age but if you're talking about uh different kind of cancer we're talking prostate or talking breast cancer there are various things there are various ways that we're encouraged to uh, even self-check like for breast cancer so this may not necessarily go for everybody who is apparently um susceptible or disposed this is just 
for everyone if you're able to just stay on top of your necessary screenings and keyword here is necessary so it's important for you to discuss options with your doctor especially for cancer discuss options with your doctor um, because again there's a risk for screenings not being done right or being done a bit too much also now actually doing more harm than good and lastly i encourage you to know your numbers Knowing your numbers here just means first do your annual checkup. It would be really good if you do. And in your annual checkup, you do things like checking your BMI. We'll talk about BMI and what it means. It's very important for, for nutritionists for us to be able to know what we are working with. But um, I don't advise really being too keen on BMI when we come to weight loss. But anyway, story for another day. So it's good to know your numbers. Monitor your BMI. Usually a BMI of 18 to 25 is healthy or rather let's say 19, 18.5 or 19 to 25. And then you want to look at your low density lipoproteins. These are the, this is the bad cholesterol apparently. If it's less than 100, you're good. Um, things like blood pressure, 120 over 80 or lower is healthy. If it's going high, you already know that um, it's a problem. You're hypertensive. Sometimes even your sugar levels, you may not be diabetic but you're pre-diabetic there's something like that so it's just good to know your numbers go do a regular health check with your doctor just get a sense of where you are in terms of your health right i hope you've gained a lot from listening to this catch you next week all right so in continuing with this conversation um as a first thing, I would really encourage each of us to actually add pose it as a question. Are you experiencing life or is life experiencing you? Are you in charge of your journey? Are you owning your journey? Are you owning who you are? Are you owning your past? Are you owning your personality? Are you owning yourself for who you are away from how different you are from other people? Or rather, in light of how you're different from other people? Because these are healthy kind of comparison where you're able to just see that, baby, this is not, Laura is like this, but this is not how I am. But that doesn't make any of us bad or good. It just means that this is who I am. And when it comes to loving myself, I need to curate it to suit who I am. I need to make something of this that is meaningful to me and not just to put so much pressure on myself to do or be something that I'm not naturally because it's said that I should be that. So I think if we each just took a keen look at our day-to-day -day lives and the things that we try to apply to make ourselves better people i think a very very good place to look at it from is just an, an a place of understanding and acceptance of who you are because i really think that the we can't talk of self-love if, if there's no self-acceptance and there's no self-understanding what are you loving <laughs> what are you loving if you don't understand it for you to say, oh my God, I love the mixed mixed fruit smoothie from Big Square. I love that thing. Oof. It's because you've had it once or twice and you're like, mm, 
you know i like it I understand it it's my vibe but maybe in this whole craze self love craze maybe we have rushed too much to force ourselves into a certain thing without first taking the first step of self understanding and self acceptance such that you're living your life from the inside out and not the outside in you're living your life from a place of mm, this is my vibe and that's why i do it and ah uh, na na that's not really my thing and i'm happy to support other people while they do it me this is my kind of thing um and i think maybe living life from the outside in can easily put us in an autopilot place where have you ever let me ask you have you ever felt lost and you're not sure why you're lost if anything you're so confused because you're doing everything right you're waking up at a certain time you're you're you're, you're in on time for your salon appointment and money pedi and your kinyozi date is just in check and you're wearing amazing clothes and i mean just why should i be dissatisfied I think sometimes it's easy to autopilot when we are doing this life thing from the outside in when it's about what's expected of me what am I supposed to do next what what is acceptable in this setting what um is my is seems to be the trend or the vibe even in my friendship circles we don't even give ourselves a chance to just try something out and if it doesn't work for you unachana nayo sometimes we kind of force something that ourselves a bit too much <laughs> i've just thought of a random example as i've said that um this is about nails so i i just keep my my own nails and i i i'm honestly blessed to have strong nails my nails don't break easily and all that so i appreciate that because that now i'm able to just have my nails as i'm comfortable cuz there's a time i tried acrylic nails and this is definitely not me shading them like i really love your nail reels and everything that's so beautiful but it didn't work for me and at that point i kind of was bummed cuz i'm like mm, and the way they usually look so nice on people <laughs> but at that point i just had to accept that this thing is good it's just not for you and it's okay so that i'm able to just play on my ground and enjoy this whole nail thing and just do be happy be comfortable with my space so i think we definitely have the power to create our experiences not everything out there is meant for us not everything is meant to be absorbed and just squeezed into our lives we we are only one human being we can't have an experience everything we can't have and enjoy everything and just because you're not enjoying it doesn't mean it's bad which points to another thing where again it's very sounds harsh to say but it's a bit childish to hate on other people's ways of doing things or other people's self-care methods or other people's you know just a good example is how 
people like me who go to the gym so diligently and things like that can shade people who prefer to take a walk or to cycle or to whatever it may be. Sometimes we also put our lifestyles and our choices on a pedestal in comparison to others and think we're the ones now a gold standard, platinum. <laughs> no. So you have the power to create your experience based on what works for you and no one can know you better than yourself. So make something out of your life and not for it necessarily make something of you because if you live life to make something out of you it will it really will and the problem is that with that is that one day you're going to just wake up and realize that you've just been completely living a false life in the name of i love myself i love myself love being yourself because being is the most authentic and truest part of who you are you're a human being not a human doing so are you operating from that place of being or are you just doing things playing roles adding on details you know in the name of i'm good i have money i'm living a good life everything is good <laughs> but you're not truly thriving in that particular thing so experience your life from the inside out experience your life from that stance of knowledge understanding and loving of who you are who you are before the world defined you who you are before society gave you its standards who you are before anything but yourself that is your truest self thrive from that place and you will definitely be living in such an authentic way in such a beautiful way and adding on to that allow other people to also thrive from their most authentic self regardless of how different it is from yours yeah and with that adios see you in the next episode <laughs>